You are listening to the Performers and Creators Lab podcast. Music is healing. Music music is laughter. We've had several different stories of um, life-changing instances when the choir sang. And that's not only because of the choir's heart, but that's because they sound good first. Terrence is a fun perfectionist. He will drive you and drive you and drive you and make you laugh at the same time. Neck feels better. My Everything feels better when I'm here in, in this place of grace. You know, so that kind of like spiritual support from choir members and from Terrence, it's just, it's so valuable to me. Yeah. Um, and it really helps me kind of keep going. This isn't just another podcast with tips or tricks. This isn't just interviews with great artists. This is about finding the missing pieces that are going to help you make it as an artist. I'm your host, Holly Shaw, best-selling author, hypnotherapist, and creativity coach. And this is the Performers and Creators Lab weekly podcast, helping you to find your edge. Some artists work alone, and some artists work solely through the bodies, through the expressions of others. Now, being an artist myself, who works mainly by myself and have has often found myself deep in the recesses of my creative work with not a soul around me, I have at times really enjoyed that experience that solo focused experience, and yet, you know, longed for people to play with. And so the topic of collaboration, the topic of leadership, of bringing people together has always been of interest to me. And we have a special guest this week that I think is really going to give us some deep insight into that. Bay Area gem, international gem, when it comes to gospel music, Terrence Kelly. An Emmy award-winning vocalist, composer, and choir director, Terrence has been called everything from a man of great passion and conviction to a demanding taskmaster to an absolute musical genius. And to prove them all, he has garnered extensive credentials in both gospel and jazz music. Terrence Kelly is the choir director of the Oakland Interfaith Gospel Choir, which has three branches. So it's just like one huge family. You've got the Oakland Interfaith Gospel Choir that is the premier performing group at 55 members. The Oakland Interfaith Community Choir, which is 150 members. And then the Oakland Interfaith Youth Choir, which is about 25 to 30 youth 30 kids in that choir, and he directs all three of them. So as I'm getting to know this person who has directed my kid in the youth choir over the last few years, I've always wondered, I've always looked at him being at the apex of all these people and all this community and wondered myself, how, how is it that he is able to lead all these people? How does he inspire? And moreover, what has made him successful? How is he able to rally and harness 
all these different individuals from different walks of life, from different religions. It's interfaith. Not everybody is even religious. And how is he able to bring them all together to create something not only beautiful and moving, but award-winning? these questions about collaboration and leading a group to success, it wouldn't be enough to only talk with Terrence Kelly himself, but also members from his community as well. It's a Saturday afternoon at the Imani Church in Oakland, California, where a group of nearly 200 singers have gathered to rehearse at the hands of choir director Terrence Kelly. Chu, a member of the Oakland Interfaith Gospel Choir and a core member of the ensemble that performs regularly. She's been singing in the choir since she was 25 for nearly 14 years. You know, when you're a young adult and you're trying to figure out your professionalism and being diplomatic and um, handling handling um, conflicts, you know, it's mm-hmm. just... Um, I I definitely put my foot in my mouth many times and made many people angry and pissed a lot of people off and yet I'm still here and I still feel really loved by them Aww, so it's just it's been community isn't it Yeah it's just been such a safe space to like try things out and then be successful or not Isa was part of the OIGC ensemble that went on the Lavender Pin Tour last year, playing concerts throughout the southern United States with the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus. We went, went down to um, the southern states. We started in Jackson, Mississippi, and ended in North Carolina. I can't remember where it was, but it was nine days um, like 25 different concerts, and we went to places that um, that had legislation and had communities that were um, very much against the LGBTQ community. Right. And so we brought our mission of unity and inclusion and, and joy um, along with the San Francisco Gay Men's Corps. We sang at the state capitol, at the steps of the Capitol building in Jackson, Mississippi, right when, on the day the legislation passed that said that it would be legal for businesses to not serve people of the LGBTQ community. So it was kind of our way of protest. Like that that was that felt so it, it felt so powerful at the moment. Like, yeah, you just passed this law, but we're still gonna stand here. We're gonna stand on the state steps of the state capitol and and sing together. And then there's Derek Henry member of the community choir who grew up alongside Terrence since their mothers were close friends. We have been singing together since the Sunshine Band at Allen Temple Baptist Church. Oh my God, you have to tell me about the Sunshine Band. What was that? Sunshine Band was the children's choir at the church. We all sang in the children's choir. We all sang in the youth choir together. And then as we grew up and we started going our separate ways, I went in the military Terrence ended up starting starting the choir a few years after high school. And I also got to speak with Eileen Barrett. She's known Terrence since the early 80s when he was director of the gospel choir at Jazz Camp West. She also knew Terrence's parents 
and is a passionately committed member of the community choir. Even if I miss rehearsal, I feel funky. So I come to every one, <laughs> and I come early <laughs> because I want to catch all of it. Now, today I was a little late, okay? I, the bus was a little bit draggy, but it's for me, it's... Um, it just strengthens my inner core. It strengthens mm. my knees feel better. My neck feels better. My everything feels better when I'm here in in this place of grace. Choir members Issa Chu, Derek Henry, and Eileen Barrett were just three of the over 200 choir members willing to talk to me about what OIGC. The Oakland Interfaith Gospel Choir provides for them and why they love working with Terrence Kelly. When we come back, we'll hear from Terrence Kelly himself as we explore why gospel music has the ability to reach across so many barriers like faith, ethnicity, and culture. And we'll hear about his philosophy when it comes to creating great music. feel great to learn about yourself? Don't you just love that wonderful satisfaction that you get when you discover a missing puzzle piece to who you really are? So I've created a creative DNA quiz that will help you to understand who you are as a creator and how you work best creatively. There are three main types of creatives, the explorer, the visionary, and the strategist. So visit the Performers and Creators Lab website to take the quiz. You'll get instant access to the downloadable ebook that matches your type. You'll get tips tailored to your type, and you'll get an overview of all the different creative DNA types so you can discover your complementary type and become a sought-after collaborator with other creatives and so much more. So visit performersandcreatorslab.com today to Take the Creative DNA quiz and begin working with your unique gifts, not against them. You are listening to the Performers and Creators Lab podcast with me, Holly Shaw. And now we're back talking with Emmy Award winning artist, director of the Oakland Interfaith Gospel Choir, Terrence Kelly. There's a sound that you want to get from your people. You want to get the best sound that you can get from your particular group. Well, the first thing is, uh, <laughs> I just hear, I hear the voices of my choir directors in my head. Um, um, my um, high school choir director, Phil Reader, would say, who wants to hear a sorry choir? Or he would say, Mediocre choirs are a dime a dozen. Great choirs are a rare find. So um, I want the choir, well, because when the choir's singing well, then it touches people. So I want the choir to sing well. I want there to be a nice tone. I want there to be togetherness. I want the words to be in front of the music. And then I want the emotion of each and every song to come through. I tell the singers that each song should have a different story that you're singing from your heart to the people in the audience so that their heart gets your song. You know, there's technique 
And then I feel like there's something else. And so I want to know about the something else, because I think any choir director can harp on technique and, you know, try to do it this way. And um, that taskmaster part of you, uh, which is valuable. But I want to know, like, how do you get that emotion out of everyone? How do you get that? That's that's where they're tied. And, and that's what Mr. Reader meant by who wants to hear a sorry choir. If the choir doesn't, if your audience doesn't trust you, if they don't feel safe that you're carrying the music for them, then they can't open up and receive the story that you're telling. The, the, whole, the whole intent, I guess, is for someone to receive the story that you're telling. Lifelong friend Derek Henry weighs in. Terrence is a fun perfectionist. He will drive you and drive you and drive you and make you laugh at the same time. Ah. He's that guy. So because he does that and because he's very straightforward and real, I'm going to pull you off to the side and hug you at the same time. Yeah. That's who Terrence is. Yeah. And because of that, <clears throat> he's always, people have always been drawn to him. Um, we've always been close like that. And it's just, it's just who he is. Um, if you're wrong, he'll tell you you're wrong. He'll tell you then. And then get you back on, but this is the right way to do it, and this is what I want, and this is what I need. And then when you see the end result, because of the hard work, you appreciate it. Terrence Kelly. Music is healing. Music, music is laughter, you know. Um, we've had several different stories of um, life-changing instances when the choir sang. And that's not only because of the choir's heart, but that's because they sound good first. So when you sound good, it's like a solo singer. When you're nervous, when you go to an amateur show and you hear an amateur singing, feel the same way as when a professional is singing because the professional has honed their craft. And so it sounds impeccable. So then they're able to deliver the message that's in the song as well as the beauty of the music itself. So that's why I, I, I really can't separate them. I'm always, I'm always pushing to touch someone. I want somebody to leave our concert different than when they walked in, you know, um, in a happier space, in a more confident space, in a less troubled space. There's a gentleman who was um, uh, crossing over, um, and uh, he says that he heard the voices of our of, of the choir and singing a particular song, and it um, made him make a decision to stay instead of going. Wait, so so there was someone, and they were you guys were not around. It wasn't like you were in the other room singing. He was on his deathbed, and he heard, he heard the sound of the choir that he'd heard before, and it 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 pulled him back in to this world. Pulled him back, and of course, when he told us that, then we were supposed to sing afterwards. <laughs> Nobody could sing. <laughs> The whole choir was like, <laughs> but that's why we sing. And that happens when you sing well, because then you're, then you let go of your, you let go of your spirit and the song touches people on a bone level. 
Devoted choir member Eileen Barrett on Terrence Kelly. Feet are planted on solid ground that he inherited from his parents and then their parents too. Mm. It's old, it's not new. It's old, old, old. It goes back to to the to the south and it came through the migration and he's the he's the depository of all of that. He's the guy that that is Catchmont, you know what I mean? So now he's able to spread that to others. It's only because he has it to give that he can do it. When we come back, we'll get to hear about the family that cultivated this musical genius. Before you know it, 2019 is going to be here, and the new year is a great time to start a new habit or to break an old one. So how are you feeling about that idea? Are you like most of us who have set so many New Year's resolution goals that you haven't kept that it would be embarrassing to even tell someone about it? Well, you know, you're not alone. I mean, most people try to create change from willpower, which, here's the secret, it doesn't really always work very well long term. So if you're struggling with a bad habit or a pattern that you would like to break, then I don't want you to feel stuck or frustrated anymore. So I wanted to let you know that I am accepting applications for new clients for 2019. Now, I am a coach, a certified hypnotherapist, and at this point I've helped hundreds of people overcome their struggles. So I've had a lot of great success helping clients learn techniques to live the life that they long to live. But don't wait, because I don't take a lot of clients. I'm not the Walmart of hypnotherapy, but if it's a right fit, then I'd love to help you. So go to performersandcreatorslab.com and fill out the private coaching application there, because I'd love to help you make 2019 a new year for a new you. You are listening to the Performers and Creators Lab podcast with me, Holly Shaw, and now we're back with Emmy Award-winning artist, director of the Oakland Interfaith Gospel Choir, Terrence Kelly. Well, I grew up in a music house. That's what my sisters and I say. We grew up in a music house. My mother was a gospel singer, piano player, and choir director. Her name was Faye Kelly. And my dad was a all-around pianist, um, a piano teacher at Laney, and famed uh, jazz musician on piano and organ. So there were uh, there was always music in the house, um, all kinds of different music, but um, the focus, of course, probably was gospel and jazz. And um, we had the Kelly family singers, my sisters and I. Sherry, Carrie, and Terry as our names at home, but um, our names are Cheryl, Terrence, and Carrie Lynn. So um, we have we would sing together all there ever since we were little as a family group at um, some church functions or um, when the family came over, my mother would make us sing. <laughs> and, um, but we just grew up in a fun house full of music all the time. Um, uh, my parents would 
play and have students over and we'd watch their lessons. And sometimes my mother would have a group over and if she was missing a part, she'd make us take that part and we'd fill in for a section or, you know, all kinds of things like that. And my dad would have his jazz band over and, you know, so we were always running around different musicians and uh, musicians were in and out of the house and music was always around. Longtime friend, Derek Henry. He's always been able to sing. His sister sing, Cheryl sings. Um, they just, his, his parents, dad was, Ed was an awesome, awesome keyboard player. That man could make a, a organ or a keyboard stand on its side and walk. And his mother was a choir director that just did not play. He gets a lot of it, some of that from her as well. She was, everybody loved his mom, Faye. We all laughed, we all joked, and she would check us quick, fast, and then how do we remind you? She was Mama, Mama Faye, and that was the end of that conversation. <laughs> so when we would go, even when we went and hang out, um, our mothers was like, where they at? Terrence could roll with me because I was driving and he wasn't. And it was like, where, where they at? Director Terrence Kelly. We had lots of fun, you know, times growing up at home. We would do shows um, for our parents. We would, you know, they'd go off to a gig or something. And when they come home, we'd have a show for them. And they'd sit down and crack up and listen to that. Or um, on Easter, we had a fashion show um, every Easter. And we'd go upstairs and we'd um, put on our Easter finery, which is a tradition in the African-American community on Easter. You get dressed to the nines. So um, we'd come down in age order. And my mother would announce what we were wearing and our dad would be playing some jazz behind us and we'd walk the runway. You know, we have a lot of fun in the house doing stuff like that. Uh, my mother and father would even play the musical dozens on each other on the piano, you know. And I mean, this is like world-class music because my dad was a world-class musician and they would just tease each other and sing back and forth, you know. Your mama getting on my nerves right now. Your mama getting on my nerves. And my mother was singing back, so what, Ed, so what, Ed, you're getting on my nerves too. And they would go back and forth, you know, doing the dozens on the piano while the three of us were sitting on the um, couch in tears laughing. <laughs> Eileen Barrett. In his directorial style or in his temperament, he's just exactly who he is. And he was the same when he was a young, young man. Really? He has been in charge from the very beginning. I've never seen him not be in charge. How do you think, what, what do you think it's... Uh, it's had fabulous parenting. He had yeah. fabulous musician parents who adored him. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was loved by so... And, and because they, he grew up in a church community who was loved by everybody there, too. Terrence Kelly singing Oh Holy Night.
um, gospel music came out of the Negro spiritual, which came out of slave song and the work song, which had a cry from the soul attached to it. I quite often tell um, my non-African American uh, singers that, you know, you have to be a little bit angry when you sing gospel music. It still has a cry from the soul. Even a happy song still has a little bit of, you know, I've been tortured in it. You have people who are in struggle, period. It doesn't, it goes, struggle goes beyond color barriers. Struggles goes beyond before that. And when you begin to, to think about how people are struggling with their personal lives, and uh, we used to sing a song called You're Not Alone, and I couldn't help but cry every time I heard that song. Because um, it lets you know that, that depending on how you believe that the Lord is with you, and you're not alone. You do have help. You do have somebody with you. If I can encourage somebody in a song, you may not come to a church and hear me preach. You may not come somewhere to hear it. But if I get you in a song and I get you to hear something that you're just popping your fingers to or just kind of waving mm-hmm. your hand to, maybe sometimes something in the ministry of that song will touch your heart and keep you from doing something crazy. Sometimes it's been a simple song that have kept someone from committing suicide. If Terrence's ancestors were in the room with all of you. Oh, they are. They're right with us. <laughs> Do you think oh, that they're... Oh, yeah, yeah. Their presence is palpable. Yeah, I think they totally approve. It's like a, a vortex is created or a, a, a triangle. You know, I tell the choir, you know, you give out your heart and your best. It goes to your audience. They throw up their praise, and then God sends down the blessing, and it goes like this. And then everybody just elevates with it. And it's it's such an amazing feeling. When, and um, when you know that's happening in the room, when the audience is losing it, and the people on stage are losing it, and everybody's just loving it. Everybody, and it's it's a feeling of elation that um, I guess that's my drug. It's my drug too. <laughs> Do you have any tips for getting to that place, or have you found I don't know any techniques for getting there? Let go. Let go. People have to learn to let go. Let go of your concern of what people think about you. Let go of your anger. Let go of your hurt. Um, that's a that's a space of let go, you know. And um, when people can do that, then they're clean. They're cleans. They're cleansed, and you know they feel clean when they walk away. You know, and that's that's what changes people. That's what makes people want to come back. That's what makes people want to join and sing. You know, while we have 174 plus members in the community choir is because they heard the gospel choir and they had that feeling, but they wanted it more regularly. And um, so, yeah, it's a it's a feeling of let go for this time. I don't have to be in control 
And for us who are told that we have to be in control every moment of every day, what a blessing it is to feel safe enough to just let go. And has there ever been a time that you struggled with letting go that you weren't, that you had a hard time with it or that you felt like a failure or not successful? Oh, lots of times. Yeah. I mean, um, I won't say it felt like a failure, but um, where I where maybe wasn't in the space to let go of myself. Okay, yeah, like um, when my dad passed, there was a while I wasn't in a space for let go, you know, and it wasn't, I didn't, you know, it's just, I wasn't. But I was still there and, you know, the music was good for me at that point. You know, it helped me make it through, like, the darkest times of my life. Um, Singing, it would remind me that it wasn't as bad, you know, that I would make it through. But I I maybe wasn't as open to um, lead other people. I, I may have been led at that point for a while. feel like your parents and your ancestors and potentially their ancestors do you think do you feel like they they have a presence when you when you guys are singing definitely um more oftenly for my dad when i'm playing the piano oh really dad likes to play piano with you huh that's really weird sometimes like when i'm playing a hymn or something i'll play something that i know i don't know how to play i don't know i was was playing a hymn not not too long ago and there is a I think I could recall it, but I'd still have to practice it now. But I was playing, and I just did this progression that I've heard my dad play on a, a certain hymn. And I was like, wow, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> it's like he just stepped into my fingers for two bars and stepped out. It's like, I'm here. You know, that's what it kind of feels like. I'm here. Ensemble member Issa Chu. There, there are very few people who can speak different languages. And I don't mean like like English and Chinese and French. I mean like, like he knows how to move between groups. And he can connect with you regardless of your socioeconomic status or your... Um, or it, regardless of, if, of any of that. Longtime friend Derek Henry. Terrell, Terrence has always been humble. He knew he could do stuff, but the gifts came later and he went back to school to perfect his gifts. It just, over the course of time, developed. It was uh, a leader waiting to happen, if you will. Devoted choir member Eileen Barrett. If there is a heaven, it it's a heavenly it's totally uplifting and we can feel it i mean it's tangible among us that are sitting together singing we wouldn't be there if we weren't getting a good feeling right up and down our neck our shoulders uh, all over our beings 
So there you have it, Terrence Kelly and the Oakland Interfaith Gospel Choir. To find out more, you can visit OIGC.org. And as luck would have it, the Oakland Interfaith Gospel Choir is having their 33rd annual holiday concert Saturday, December 1st. 2018, 7 p.m. at the Paramount Theater in Oakland. They're going to raise the roof, so you definitely don't want to miss that. Be sure to get tickets online and get them right away because uh, they do sell out. All of the special music that you heard in this episode today was from the Oakland Interfaith Gospel Choir, of course, and our title tracks are done by composer Dan Cantrell. I'd like to thank my Creative Think Tank team, Erica Milligan, Hannah Romanowski, Melanie Myers, Dan Cantrell, and Tim Beal. If you'd like to contribute your ideas and be on the Performers and Creators Lab podcast Think Tank team, then you should visit performersandcreatorslab.com and fill out an application there. I'd also like to thank my producers, Robert Cholino and Q Fortier, and thank you for listening to the Performers and Creators Lab podcast. My name is Holly Shaw.